This show is produced by Sharebird, the knowledge sharing platform for the fastest growing teams. It's the place to get on-demand answers to your questions and learn from leaders at the top of their field. Want more advice and insights? Check out sharebird.com. Shout out to our sponsor, Clue. That is Clue with a K, the leading competitive enablement platform for product marketers who drive revenue for their business. Clue helps you collect, curate, and distribute competitive insights to enable sales and revenue teams to win more deals. Share real-time insights across your organization with Clue's dynamic battle cards delivered everywhere your sales reps live and allow them to contribute insights directly from the field. It's competitive strategy as a key lever of revenue. Elevate your role and outmaneuver, outplay, and outmatch the competition with Clue. Welcome back to season four of the Product Marketing Experts podcast. Today, I am so excited to have with me Brianne Shally, the head of SMB product marketing at Nextdoor. Nextdoor is a phenomenal company that connects you to your community and the neighborhood around you. I personally have used Nextdoor a number of times, and I'm really, really excited for this conversation with Brianne. Brianne, welcome to the Product Marketing Experts podcast. I'd love for you to tell us maybe a little bit about yourself and your path into product marketing at Nextdoor. Yeah, thanks so much. Great to be here today, Jeff, and hello to everyone out there. Uh, A little bit about my path to product marketing. Did a variety of different roles within marketing and was leading a growth team at a previous company. Numbers were great. Your acquisition was high, but retention wasn't. And so while it was green across the board on my metrics, I knew we actually weren't solving for product market fit. So for me, I wanted to solve that root cause and get closer to that problem. And that was solving for the product and solving for product market fit. And that eventually led to my transition into product marketing. And what was incredible at the time is I was able to navigate that within the company that I was at, LinkedIn, and have been passionate about product marketing since then. A couple of things that I bring from my experience in product marketing is I used to be a strategy consultant. So I truly consider myself business leader first and marketer second, because I feel it's important for us to truly understand what is the business model? What are we solving? for and then bring that marketing lens to it. So we ultimately know what we're solving for. And for me, also what led me in the product marketing realm is truly passionate about making a difference in the world and people's lives. And I feel product marketing can do so in terms of building products people love and not just helping build them, but getting them into the hands of the right people through the targeting, through the positioning. And that's just what gets me out of bed every morning. So super excited about that. Specifically about Nextdoor, what brought me there is I grew up in a small town in Oregon and neighborhoods are how and neighbors and local businesses, it's how things happen. It's how the town runs. And I remember the first time I opened up next door, I live in San Francisco and someone needed pre-pandemic chairs for a dinner party. And all these people were like, I have some, how many do you need? And I was just shocked. This is happening in this large of a city. This would happen organically in my small town. And so for me, connected with someone there, there weren't opportunities, stayed in touch over the years, to be honest. And then something opened up and hopped into it. And so incredibly excited to be there, especially now with everything going on in the world. We know people need their neighbors more than often. And neighbors include those people next to you across the street, local businesses, public agencies with everything going on. And so truly, how do we build that connection between all of them to help neighborhoods thrive ultimately? 
Wow. Couldn't have said it better myself. And that's truly just an incredible product marketing role and purview that you have. We were talking about this a little bit before recording, but I just recently moved and having just met my neighbors, a lot of that fostering that connection and using a platform like Nextdoor is super powerful to building those relationships as well. So I certainly appreciate the work that you and your respective team are doing. Since you focus a lot on SMB, can you share a little bit more about what that entails at Nextdoor and how do you think about maybe some of the success? You, you talked a little bit about finding product market fit at LinkedIn. Curious how you think about finding that success or the metrics that you even measure at Nextdoor as well. Yeah. So ultimately in terms of my role, small business oversee the product marketing team, our content team, and also our web team, because we know all those resources are super valuable for small businesses and ultimately look at success as creating value. How do we create value in the hands of small businesses? And that looks at a couple different elements. One, looking at engagement. We know neighbors and businesses want to engage. Over 70% of neighbors want to support local businesses more than ever since the pandemic. And we know on the flip side, businesses are more challenged than ever to grow and being part of that community is vital. So the insights on being able to connect the two is extremely important from that lens. So success is all about creating value for our small businesses. And that looks at a couple different elements. One is engagement. We know more than 70% of neighbors want to support their local businesses more than ever since the pandemic. And we know on the flip side, small businesses are struggling. It's a really hard environment out there for them. And so being able to connect them with their local neighbors that could become customers is truly valuable for all of them. And in the spirit of what product marketing is at Nextdoor, and especially small business, we look at it as full stack. So everything I say up front from getting the insights in terms of who are we targeting, what are the market trends, the competitive intel, all of that shaping and helping to inform the messaging and positioning that then helps inform the go-to-market. I feel sometimes some of those pieces are done in silos, like, oh, here's the audience. And then we develop general messaging. It's like, no, the positioning needs to tie back to what are the market trends? What is the target audience? And then all of that inform the go-to-market. I find so many times just previous lives, people just template go to market, but what insights do we have that ultimately shape a go to market? And then as we say, it don't launch it and leave it, but encourage you to launch and learn and keep on driving engagement and education because that's where you see a lot of the value from that perspective. And so I'm super excited to be able to work on a product marketing team where we have some of those other elements of content and web to be able to execute, which is really exciting there. And some of the challenges with small businesses is if you think about them, they're the CFO, they're the COO, CMO, all of it, sometimes doing the dishes in the back. And so it's like truly being able to break through the noise to reach them because they are inundated with doing so much and helping to make their lives easier is something that we're excited about and a huge learning for us throughout the process. That's amazing. And there's two things I want to dig in there. One, I think I can certainly speak for myself and probably many of the PMMs listening to this that were jealous that you have content marketing and web integrated as kind of this unified function, so to speak. Can you talk to me a little bit about through that and how you think those unified functions? Because I think for a lot of product marketers and even yourself, I imagine leading through influences is key, right? But it sounds like you have more direct control, I guess, so to speak over the output there. Yeah. So it's great in the sense when you think about the full funnel and put the customer at the center, we're able to influence more of those touch points throughout. So for instance, we know small businesses, how do they get recommendations? They turn to the left and the right and they ask their peers or they search online. 
And so we are able to invest heavily in the SEO component. And this here, we know they're struggling with just basic questions that we know Nextdoor has the information and the resources to provide them from that perspective. And then if you think about broader during the funnel, you know, they're not 80% of businesses have zero employees, meaning it's a team of one. And so in doing, wearing all those hats, they need to figure all this out. So we provide resources and education about like, here's easy tips for marketing. Here's how to engage your community and doing webinars. We're investing a lot more in video and snackable tutorials because it's, we know they're on the go. They got to learn as they're doing. And so how do we make it easier, fun, more approachable for them to be able to do all those things. And then of course we have to influence is the name of the game. We also partner with growth marketing, including paid marketing, email marketing, and other teams to help influence that. And one of the key learnings there and coming into this role is things were somewhat fragmented and it was more that people were moving so fast that not having that chance to pause. So a couple of the things that we've really leaned into there is just more of a campaign approach. And so working on identifying, I would say like the magic Venn diagram is like relevant, timely, and valuable. And valuable, I always say, is having content people would pay for. Like that's an internal bar that we set. We went through and created something. We're like, is this something someone would pay for? We're like, eh. So we took another rep of it. Like just really hold benchmark there that we're proud about what we produce. And so an example of even just a campaign focus that we did is we knew Small Business Week was coming up, something that the Small Business Administration leads. It was springtime. We know we have a lot of home services verticals on next door and we had a product launch. So by bringing those all together, like helping companies spring clean their business, like what do they need to do, update their business profile, and also how do we help them get ready for small business week and celebrate them with a product launch. And by bringing those all together, we were relevant, we were timely, and we created valuable content with all of them. And that also helped bring cross-functional partners together in terms of having something we can all get excited about, something that we're all marching to the same beat as well, which was really exciting to be able to see that, to bring that together. And we're just even looking to do more of that overall. I love that. And a lot of product marketing teams, myself included, have spent a, a lot of time and energy doing market research, generating strategy, and then working very cross-functionally to execute that strategy and influence others to execute that strategy. It's really awesome that you have at least some key components of a team to be able to directly execute that strategy, which doesn't mean you don't have to cross-functionally kind of lead them. Of course you do, but that kind of pathway, I guess, towards execution is, or that cycle towards execution is a little bit shorter. Yeah. And one of the interesting things, we're also center of excellence with the website and with content for mid-market and our enterprise teams. So for instance, we own the entire website experience for all the businesses. So that includes government agencies, that includes large corporations, that includes, as I mentioned, like the plumber, my plumber Chuck, who's checking it out. And so I think there's a value there and there we're over able to oversee like what is the overall positioning that we want to communicate on the business side of the house and owning that. And then we're kind of a centralized resource as well for global. And then they do the localization. So there's a bunch of different elements there, but it's exciting to be able to bring it all together, to be able to tell that story to the right folks and create more value. Makes a ton of sense. And, and I mean, you just brought up some of the other segments within Nextdoor, government, enterprise, et cetera. How do you work with those other segments and how do your strategies kind of come together, so to speak, and, and differ for that matter, right? The same strategy that work probably works in your segment for SMB probably won't work in government or, or enterprise. So, so curious, like how do you ensure there's consistency amongst the execution, execution of the different segments while ensuring that your, your strategies are tailored 
Yeah. One of the pieces there is just overall, we've really invested in the business messaging. And so making sure whatever we do at the macro level, we have that through line and the various segments that always ladders up to what that overall messaging is. One of the unique things it has, we have enterprise, we have small business, we have public agency, and also the neighbor side of the house. And what's unique, I feel, is that small business is actually a lot of times closest to the neighbor. In the sense, a lot of our neighbors, all our small business owners are part of a small business and they're engaged in their neighborhoods. And so it's really helping them activate their business. And that's actually a way we target a lot. We will see neighbors posting about a business on next door. And one of my favorite examples, we call him Ben the Bagel Guy. He quit his job during the pandemic. He was like, I'm done. You know, I need to spend more time with his family. And he had an itch to do something else. And he loved to make bagels. So he just posted on next door. He's like, I'm making bagels this week. Anyone want some? Hundreds of orders came in and he was like, oh, I might be onto something here. And within a few months, created a storefront, was selling bagels thousands a week. And not just that, he grew his business on next door. He hired employees on next door and he was sourcing ingredients locally. And so really a nominal example of, you know, a neighbor is also a local business and not just a local business, but one that's growing within their community, giving back within their community, not just hiring employees, but also sourcing locally, which I think just really tells that story, how it's all integrated. And at the end of the day, we know this as product marketers. We sometimes look at them as these segments and these titles. Ultimately, they're people. They're like you and I, Jeff, and people with passions, people with interests, people with needs. And so how do we help them? And I think that's what makes this role and product marketing so exciting and challenging as well at times. But that's a key piece that I always take with me. Amazing insight there. And I appreciate that. It's good to hear that you have that alignment and can drive that alignment. And amazing story about the growth, certainly of bagels. Now I'm hungry, I think, but that's really awesome. So curious about, we've all been talking about the past few years quite a bit. And while I don't want to dive through step-by-step around the pandemic, because at the same time, I think many of us are sick of talking about it. Curious about how it has changed your PMM strategy and some of the SMBs that you're working with. I think it's fair to say that many SMBs, I certainly know some myself and my parents had their own business. So I certainly know SMBs myself, but curious how it's affected your PMM strategy and how it's affected some of the SMBs that you work with. Yeah, I think it's twofold in terms of small businesses. One, we know that they need us more than ever in terms of the challenges that they're facing. And second, that they're growing faster than ever. So 2021, there was record year of new businesses filed in the US. So incredible dynamic intention that we're having here. And so a couple of the insights there that we've been really leaning into is like, how do we help them during this difficult time, break through the noise and truly not help them just with our products, but help them in general. And so some of the things that we've done is sharing resources for small business administration loans, because it's like, we know they're facing so many challenges. How do we help them get the right information? Next, what we've been doing is recognizing the need, launching products that are for them. So early on in the pandemic, we realized they needed to get more resources. They needed to keep their income up. So we launched something at the time called Local Deals, which was something about like being able to get X percentage off on something or being able to buy five packets of this. And so it really helped 
get money in the hands of small businesses, we knew neighbors more than ever wanted to support local businesses and wanted channels to do so. So that was a great win-win. And that's something we accelerated to market because of the dynamics that were going on. Another thing that we more recently launched is a self-serve ad platform. So we had a bunch of different ad formats for our enterprise customers. And we kept on hearing from our small businesses, we want to try this. We see this. Why can't we do this? And so we knew there, the number one thing that was most important is to make it easy. As I mentioned, all the hats that small businesses wear, we needed to make this product really easy. So within five steps in like five to 10 minutes, someone can create an ad that will just grow their business so they can keep their ad on and go doing all the stuff that they know how to do in their day-to-day from that perspective. And so really a lot of the focus there, especially with what's going on, is making sure that we're adding value to both the neighbors and the customers. Like how are we targeting the right people so people are excited about what they're seeing and making it a super easy steps for them and making sure we bring that all in with the targeting, with the position and also how we go to market, what's incredibly important. And then the last thing that we've done is we know small businesses a lot of times grow on local recommendations and word of mouth. And again, with the insight that neighbors want to support local businesses, being able to provide recommendations on next door. And I know even last week I went hiking in shoes I probably shouldn't have, got mud all over them. And I was like, ah, and I just, who's your favorite shoe person in the neighborhood? And I went there and, you know, he's like, You could tell he's the shoe guy in the neighborhood and just being able to share, I heard your recommendation on next door. And he's like, thanks for supporting. That's what it's all about is coming together. And so really being able to bring that full cycle is is pretty special with the growing number of businesses, the challenges that they're facing and neighbors wanting to support their community. Love that. That's some incredible insight into how you think not only about product marketing, but just like how you at Nextdoor have accelerated some of those innovations to truly serve SMBs in your audience. That's really awesome. And I think there's a lot that every product marketer listening to this can learn from that, just in the way that we all are thinking about our respective products or respective companies that we support and the audiences that naturally ties into as well. I want to transition just a little bit to talk about leadership, right? Like as a product marketing expert yourself and as a leader yourself, I think we all face challenges. I certainly do in my own kind of leadership journey and day to day. And so curious about what are some of the challenges or maybe what's one key challenge that you're facing and how have you thought about overcoming that? And maybe it's with your audience, maybe it's with your team, but curious how you're thinking about some of those key challenges. See, the number one that I face is prioritization, especially at Nextdoor, high growth company, kitten and candy store. Everything that I want to work on creates so much value for the community. And I know we'll benefit everyone. And so it's hard to say no, because I know there's a need out there. And I know we can add a ton of value to them, especially now. And so I would say just prioritization is hard. And a couple of the things, it's also an ongoing journey. I wouldn't say I fully figured it out. A couple of the things that I lean into is just really trying to have ruthless prioritization, having that list. And I lean into OKRs for that, where I work cross-functionally to develop my OKRs and align on what's most important and do so with the team as well. And then with that, when things come up mid-quarter, as they always do, it's kind of a trade-off game. It's like, okay, here's what I'm prioritized. Here's how I actually see that new thing fitting in. Cause you don't want to be, oh, we're not going to do anything and just heads down, right? Things come up that are exciting. You need to shift, you need to adapt. And here's how I see it fit in. So I think we deprioritize this and reprioritize this, or we make these trade-offs. And so they're just healthy discussions that I feel sets up everyone for success from that perspective. 
A second thing that I do and encourage my team to do so as well, because they're faced, it's not just me, they're faced with this dynamic. And then a second thing that I help do with prioritization is just measurement. And so one time in an, you know, often initiatives come up and I feel like doing some back of the envelope. Okay. What do we expect this to do? And sometimes it's like, oh, not that much. Okay. Here's how it should inform the prioritization. But I found, especially the cross-functional alignment with OKRs is extremely valuable because a lot of times you do OKRs in a silo. And then it's like, I've prioritized this, but it's like all your dependencies haven't prioritized it. Don't know about it. I joke. It's like throwing OKRs over the fence. It's like, well, these aren't aligned. So that's a key piece, but it's definitely an ongoing journey and would love tips from anyone else if they've figured it out. For sure. That's actually similar to how I do it. And to everyone listening to this, we, Brianna and I did not talk about this uh, at all. So it's just funny to hear that it largely echoes, that our strategies, I guess, echo one another there. But that's awesome. I would certainly be curious about how others do it as well. If you're listening to this, feel free to reach out to us and share a little bit more about how you do it as well. But communication and measurement are the key pieces of that prioritization. And I find prioritizing too tightly with the product marketing team can actually create more challenges, so to speak, because we do need to be adaptable. And so I set key priorities. I set like top three initiatives, so to speak, that tie up to the OKRs and then give my team some flexibility to adapt to ongoing market conditions or changing business requirements or whatever the case may be as well. So that's really funny. I mean, as a leader and as we face these challenges, curious how you've learned to overcome them, have them in books or resources, or maybe what even tips do you have for aspiring product marketers looking to tackle some of these challenges that you've faced? Top piece of advice I would say is own your career. Jeff and I were actually talking about this before. It's like, what do you want? And go out and pursue it, go out and ask for it. And so if that includes getting mentors, asking for what you want, I would say another key piece is leaning on your network. I started at Nextdoor and I got connected to Jeff through a mutual connection and picked his brain about things. I have monthly calls with a couple other product marketing leaders, bouncing ideas, facing the challenges, and also have a reverse mentor, someone earlier in their career, and they mentor me, they tell me what's going on, what they're hearing, what they're seeing, just so I keep my finger on the pulse. And what I continue to remind myself is ultimately what's got me here won't get me there. So how do we continue to grow and learn? And we know we have even more uncertainty ahead of us. Some of us have never navigated the waters ahead. And so how do we do so together collaboratively, but just knowing at the end of the day, not to look left and right to catch myself. We know at the end of the day, just really encourage people to own their career and ask for what they want and what they need. And there's a network around them and people around them to support them and help lift them up. Love that idea of a reverse mentor. That may be something I have to take from you if that's okay here, because I think all too often there can be the perception, so to speak, especially as you get more senior, that you kind of sit up in this ivory tower, right? And I'm not saying that's the case with you or myself, but I think there can be that perception out in the broader world and that ability to stay connected to the ground floor and what's happening, not only at your company, but in the broader landscape is so critical and so crucial, but I love that idea. Yeah. I've learned more than her than she could ever learn from me. And she's outside the company. I also call it keep Brianne cool session. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) What are you hearing out there? So definitely enjoyed and value that. And I often challenge myself. We don't have all the best answers internally always. And so how do we go externally and even other industries, other functions to figure things out? For sure. Well, thank you so much for your time, Brianne. It has been a pleasure to have you on the Product Marketing Experts podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation. Any final words or any final place that you want to direct folks to find you or any of the content you're publishing? 
Yeah, definitely feel free to reach out as a former LinkedIn alum, always on LinkedIn and check out business.nextdoor.com. We have exciting content there, helping small businesses, large brands, public agencies, and more. Just as we know, neighborhoods are more important than ever and Nextdoor is playing a role to help everyone involved. Thank you so much. This show is produced by ShareWoo, the knowledge sharing platform for the fastest growing teams. It's the place to get on-demand answers to your questions and learn from leaders at the top of their field. Want more advice and insights? Check out ShareWoo.com.